Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Push around. 
It's a relentless pursuit Relentless pursuit I will not stop Chasing after you It's a relentless pursuit A passionate pursuit I will not stop Chasing after you
wait when your heart is broken that's when you call on him but he's there he said there's no specific time to call on him just call on him Holy Spirit, we call you now. Holy Spirit, we need you now. Holy Spirit, we call you now. There's no specific time to call on you. Yeah. Holy Spirit, we seek your face. Holy Spirit, we call on you. Holy Spirit, we need you now. Come moving on me. Right now, Holy Spirit, we call you. Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, we call you now. Come move in our midst. Come change our hearts. Come lead the way. We call you now. We call you.
Father, we thank you for another privilege to stand before you, to receive a word from you. Pray that you will touch our lives, touch our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Tonight I'm happy to spend the final night of our convocation with you. And the next subsequent Sundays, there will be nothing. This has come to really block a lot of the meetings I should have been having on Sunday evenings. And uh, I am minded to have meetings with either constituencies or some basentes, you know, on Sunday evenings at this time. And um, that is what I'm going to give myself to. And also spend time with some basentes, like the New Believers School, choir leaders, choir constituencies in the, I mean different groups just having interactions with different groups that is really my main work this was um, it's like this, this, this convocation reminds me of the Russian invasion of Ukraine yeah. uh, the initial plan was to have a meeting with you for one or two days one that was one Sunday what I prepared was for one Sunday and uh, not when it was going to take 17 weeks. <laughs> so, but by God's grace, tonight is the end of that convocation. And, um, we are having a very great time with the schools, the night schools. And I think that should really be our source of knowledge for instruction so except the Lord gives me something very urgent I don't think I'll be having such a meeting at all but each anyone here in any group should expect one or two a call just expect a call that you and your group should come and then when you come we just We'll continue from there. <laughs> Somebody's giving the words. That's what I'm speaking. How <laughs> they can we we'll continue from there? Yes. So um, it's it's a blessing, and even tonight there's not much to say. I just want to remind you um, that this. Uh, few Sundays we've spent together 
in God's presence has been to send across a message to you that you can't do the ministry without respecting knowledge. Yeah. You can't. You will fail. You will fail miserably. Tonight I'm receiving the words. Everywhere I go, people are helping me to preach. Yes. If you have ever thought that singing, basenta work, basanta, planting a church, if you ever thought ministry could be done without recourse to knowledge, then you've not understood what ministry is. Ministry is a very high office. Paul calls it the high calling. And I'm not aware of any high office which is not knowledge-based. Is it engineering, medicine, law, um, astrophysics, It's only betting and politics. Politics. That is, and even politics is African politics that you don't need knowledge. Because what is done in African politics, you don't need knowledge to do it. Yes, but the proper countries, in fact, the, the American presidents, when they finish their term, they set up a memorial called a library. Say, so, might say, say something right? Yes, a library. So Obama has a library. I think it's, his is in Chicago. You know the Bushes, the Kennedys. They set up libraries. Yes, because they are they are. Their understanding of leadership is, is, is another world. And you know it's another world by going to their world. It is another world. You can live in a place, you can live in America for 100 years and not see an untied road. Except the one they have left to show their children that this is the original land. <laughs> I think I should stay away from this topic. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. You know. Proper vocations are knowledge based I'm ending the series so I'm just saying that it's up to you whether you want to make your ministry 
a law ministry, like pastoral ministry, make it like a law practice, engineering. It's, it's up to you. Or you want to make your ministry a kubolo ministry. A kubolo. Or a African politician's ministry. I want to make it a neurosurgeon's ministry where they are always pouring over the, the things that are heavy stuff quality professions it's knowledge they are always in fact, that's why lawyers call themselves my learned friend books now, now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm sorry for mentioning law and engineering. And you've not heard me mention ministry. Ministry. The call of God, ministry. But I'm saying that. Now let me come to it. Ministry is in the class of law and medicine and engineering and, 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 uh, Rocket science ministry. You don't need much to be a lawyer. You don't need much to be a lawyer. You can live anyhow and be a lawyer. You don't need much to be a doctor. No, 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 no. You can live anyhow and be a doctor. But you can't live anyhow and be a pastor. That should tell you the class it is in. Yes. You can be a thief and be a doctor. There are doctors who sleep with their patients. There are doctors who steal money. But you cannot be a pastor who steals money. I mean, both of them, when you are caught, yeah, it's, but I'm saying that the, the practice of medicine is not incompatible with adultery. Lots of doctors have girlfriends and second wives and all that. Lawyers there, we don't talk about them. <laughs> it looks like it is part of the training. <laughs> I'm trying to give you an idea of what you are trying to make a baller ministry. It's not a baller ministry. You have chosen to perpetuate your lack of respect for knowledge which landed you in the life you are living now. Because over 90% of us here your life is because you, you, you didn't respect knowledge in school. You don't seem to understand what I'm saying. Should I change the language? Okay. Yes. About 40% of you sitting here are just glorified area boys. Yes. 
you are a glorified area boy who has been given the greatest privilege of your life to be a pastor. Hoping that this one will do for your life what going to school couldn't do for you. But we may be living in delusion. We may be deceiving ourselves to make someone like you a pastor. Oh, but when I see you, I have hope because I know of Kubola boys. One pastor, he was selling PK at the airport. Do you know PK? We don't have it now, not so. It doesn't exist now. Oh, do we still have PK? Oh, really? I've not seen one. Somebody should buy me one one day. Oh, it's not like the, 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 the cube one. It's not, oh, no, that's not PK. It's, it's a fake one. Proper PK is a cube some, uh, in a foil. Oh, four in one. Yeah, that's PK. No, it's, yeah. Oh, yellow in color. PK is white. The cover is it's, it's fake. Fake, they print all the things. A PK seller, when you come from the airport with your bags, then he collects your bag, puts it on a trolley, and pushes it to your car. I'm t- I don't want to mention names because, you see, you must know things you shouldn't say. A Kubala boy at the airport today. I also don't want to continue. Is that to you? Look at Bishop Dagiwad Mills. Look at him. Go on the internet and look at his churches. As I go on the internet, look at his churches. He didn't go to Trinity. He didn't go to Bible school. He has started a church. In, apart from Church of Pentecost, there's nothing in this world that started in Ghana that is in even 100 countries. And Church of Pentecost has seen at least two generations. This one is in the life of the founder. You have chosen to make your ministry a Kubala ministry. It's your choice. So live it. Today I'm ending, these are just mere closing remarks. Choose ministry that is done without respect for studying, listening to messages, acquiring knowledge, Watching videos, reading a book, a verse in a book, a chapter in a book, a line in a book, a word in a book. Choose to do ministry without reading. It's your choice. But remember that you have chosen to desecrate the ministry. It's like practicing medicine without reading. 
I mean, when I was actively practicing medicine, I was reading, I mean, in, in my lab, the lab I was using, there were books, actively. I mean, how can you report even 10 MRIs and you've not looked into, you've not checked something. You've not referenced. Looking up some differential diagnosis because of the spots you saw. <laughs> but there are also doctors who were giving oxygen intravenously. IV oxygen. Oxygen. Can you imagine it? <laughs> Hello? Veins. Oxygen. <laughs> Which is what many of you are. You are giving spiritual oxygen in the, in the veins of your members. Because you, you see, you are, you are originally, you are somebody who doesn't mix with knowledge. And we have made the mistake. We didn't respect your academic past. We, 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 were, we were using faith and God's love and God's kindness. So instead of respecting the kind of life you have lived, which made you the type of person you are, we, we said, no, it's okay. Here, there, you will change. But you were laughing at us in your head because you knew us to be fools to choose someone like you to be a pastor in a church. Thank you. God bless you. We are fools indeed. When Hannah was praising God in 1 Samuel 2 for giving him a boy child, almost like a magnificat, she blurted out, among other things, she said, God is a God of knowledge, and by him, actions are weighed. Oh, I have goosebumps. Talk no more, exceedingly proud. Let not, let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge. The God we are serving is not just a God of faith, God of beliefs, God of hope, God of love, God of mercy. He's a God of knowledge. Knowledge. He is a God of knowledge. But I have respect for you. I have great respect for you. have respect for the way you have no respect for knowledge. I respect it. It's my mistake. Because ideally to appoint somebody, even a shepherd, a trading shepherd, we should have checked the person's wasi results. Truly. Yes. Ministry is not for idiots. You have made it a ministry for idiots. But ministry is not for idiots. Ministry is for intelligent minds. Intelligent minds. Because 
it requires the use of the mind. I'm thinking all the time. And the supernatural, it expresses itself in the lives of those who use their minds. So if your mind is not greased with knowledge, you cannot contact the realm of the spirit. While Joseph thought on the dream he had had. The angel said, fear not to take Mary as your wife. He would have divorced Mary. He would have what? Divorced Mary. If he was not using his mind. If he was like you, he would have divorced Mary. While he taught Matthew one twenty. While he was thinking, in the ministry we think, with God, we think. We, anybody who tells you that we don't think, we just have faith, we just believe, we just, you know, just believe it and let's move on. And God is God, is well, let's believe it by faith, we move, by faith the crusade is coming on, by faith the souls are going to come, by faith I'm preaching, by faith. Kai, you think, analyze what you are doing. In the light of scripture, that's why he said, God is a God of knowledge and by him, actions are weighed. Why can't you weigh your own actions as a pastor? I weigh mine. I weigh mine. I told Lorraine that the night schools we began with six weeks. Then we finished, we have four weeks vacation. I said, no, let's make the vacation six weeks. So the people are rested well to come back refreshed six weeks. Said yes, she agrees. We are thinking. We are not idiots. I'm saying that if there's any idiot, you have chosen to make your microcosm of ministry an idiotic enterprise. It's you. You don't represent ministry. And I'm saying that you can choose. And you can. You can do ministry without knowledge. You can be a Bacenta leader for one year without having listened to one camp. You can. It's done. It's done. Because you see, when Saul was sitting on the throne, God told David, he said, don't mourn for this man. Don't mourn for him. He said, I have rejected him. I have what? Rejected ah, so Saul was in the palace. He had been rejected. He was sitting on the throne. God was telling David in, a, in another room that that head pastor, that bishop there, I rejected him long ago. So many people are occupying seats that they do not have any business sitting on. Many of you have been rejected. Many of you, we are using rejected sheep in the ministry. The Lord said to Samuel, 16.1, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have what? Appointed him. 
But when he was talking to him, someone was in a soul was in the palace. you've rejected soaking of messages night schools bible study quiet time and watching videos reading books some of you say you have rejected that lifestyle of doing ministry with reading of books you have not read a book in months you've rejected soaking of messages now, I can't even enter a bathroom without a message. I can't. I can't. Are you, I'm moving to really, really eating KK and fish. There's a small, small, small fish called one man thousand. It goes with KK. Many of you are like Saul, rejected, but you are reigning. And the basis for the rejection it's not even the offering you stole. That one, God will punish you for it. But it's not the offering you stole. God is sensitive to people who don't like knowledge. You see, because his relationship with you is based on your knowledge of him. What you know becomes the context with which you relate with him. I'll take it again. What you know is the is is your is 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 what you know God to be. So when you don't have knowledge, it means your God is zero. I mean, anything you do with knowledge is what you are doing to God, and He doesn't like it. So continue. Continue having Basenta meetings. Up and down. I mean, today's message should be one of the most revolutionizing messages you can ever hear as a leader. As any sensible person doing building anything, that you prepare your work outside before you bring it home to come and build. But you see, you will hear this. It won't even occur to you to listen to the message again. 
Yes, and, I, and I'm saying that anybody who blames you is not intelligent. The person to blame is the bishop who selected someone like you to be a leader under him. That bishop is the one who doesn't have sense. Not you. Because that is who you are. <laughs> and he knows that is who you are. And he's still forcing you to do, it's like forcing a goat to fly. <laughs> With birds. <laughs> Open. So, these are the final words. I was going to give you 10 points, and I, I, I gave you eight the last time. Is it eight? Yeah. So, I'll give you the two more. But, actually, let me tell you what God told Eli. It's very important for you to know it. You know, let's read it. What God told Eli. In 1 Samuel 2, when Eli's sons were raping women, desecrating the temple, and all, and then Eli, I don't know what was going on. He was not punishing the children and not doing what is right. So God, so in verse 27 of 1 Samuel 2, there came a man of God unto Eli and said to him, Thus said the Lord, did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest? Please, can I have the New King James, please? New King James. Yes. Is that Michelle? Lovely. Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest? I chose him to be my priest. Priest, say priest. Priest. To offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod. Even your dressing. When you are a priest, your dressing changes. So when I see how you dress, I know you're not a priest. And did I not give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? The privilege of receiving the burnt offerings, the meat. He gave it to his priest. 29. Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offerings which I have commanded in my dwelling place? Watch this one. And honor your sons, Hophni and Phinehas, more than me to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Now that the sentencing comes, verse 13. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house, you see, when God is selecting you to be a priest, He is thinking of your sons. Daughters, children, children. It is called the house of. The house of Marie. The house of Uncle Francis. 
The house of Enoch. The house of Emmanuel. So I said that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. Maybe you don't understand the phrase would walk before me forever. That, that phrase walk before me forever is to be a priest. So to, to, to that word walk before me forever it means to be a priest. So we can rephrase it. He said, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would be a priest before me forever. Now, if you don't believe what I've just said, look at the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Therefore, said the Lord God of Israel, I promise that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests. Walk before me forever. I promise you, because when God chooses you, like, if I'm a real priest, my sons must be priests. A real priest. One, one, at least one of your children should be a priest. Oh, yes. It's Bible. I will not be surprised if your daughter becomes a lady pastor. Because when God selects a priest, his intention is that his entire family would, the phrase is, walk before me. But you've seen it. You thought I was lying. Is there? I promise that your branch of the tribe of Levi, King James said, your house and your father's house would walk before me. The New Living Translation says, would always be my priests. But I will honor those who honor me. I promise you, when I was calling you that, your sons will be priests. Your daughters, your sons' sons. It's, it's going to be a lineage of the priesthood. But I've changed my mind. I will honor those who honor me. And I will despise those who think lightly of me? 31. Behold, the days are coming that I will cut off your arm. Not your physical arm. That's your branch. That's your, 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 the branch of your lineage which should have been part of the priesthood. I will cut it off. So the time is coming when I will put an end to your family. So it will no longer serve as my priest. So your children will be bank managers, lawyers, taxi drivers, politicians, but there shall not be a priest. You see, to be a priest is an honor that is bestowed. Yes. So you see that as a punishment, he will make your sons bank managers. But not priests. So when your son is a priest, it's an honor. It's an honor. 
far higher than when your son is the president of a country, especially an African country. This is Bishop Edwin Ugo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. But you may think that your sons becoming bank managers and rich businessmen, you think that there's nothing to it. You're about to read something which will shock you. The time is coming. I promise you, when I made you a pastor, the plan was that your son will be a pastor, your daughter will be a pastor, your son's son, but I'll change my mind. And now I've realized that you don't respect things. So I will honor those who honor me and I will despise those who lightly esteem me. Then he breaks it down. That the time is coming when I will put an end to your family so it will no longer serve as my priest. There will be school teachers, Businessmen, market women, lawyers, politicians, engineers. But you may think that if God makes your son an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor, it's the highest honor. Now look at what is attached to it. All the members of your family will die before their time. None will reach old age. Because when you are a priest... Being a priest serves as an embankment against a certain deluge. A certain overwhelming disaster that can enter a family. A priest in a family is a breakwater. So you may think that the Asari family with one with a surveyor, one is a pastor, one is a torture driver, and one is in a medical school. And then the, the um, Osai family, they are lawyers, engineers, rich men, Dubai businessmen, India witches, and this type of people. But Asari's family, he has got a surveyor, uh, what do you call it? Um, that thing called uh, ah, you go to court, they, they are there. The Osai family, Osai family, one is a bailiff, one is a surveyor, one is a medical student, and two are pastors. Of Aladura, or a priest in Anglican, 
or one of lighthouse new branches that don't grow. <laughs> one of the frozen branches. Then the Opoku family, they are the doctors and the lawyers. I'm saying to you that when God makes somebody in your family a priest, it doesn't just come as priesthood, but you see, when you rise as a priest, it also forms a certain barrier and a certain protection of the family. To be a priest is not a small thing. So the family which don't become priests, they die before their time. He said, none will reach old age. So you respect the family with bailiffs and engineers and pastors and medical students who don't pass. I said, look, anyone in this room who's a pastor, you know, this, these titles, Basenta Leader and CP, IC, this, they are, it's a CEO. We are pastors. We are pastors. We are pastors. My mother was a teacher. Her mother was a seller of fish. No education. My grandmother, no education. Zero. She smoked fish. She died at 108 or so. She's the one who told me that I'm not bright. She said, Now, what do you call fancy film? Sunday, you're bright. But now, Necro fancy film here. Sunday, you're bright. I'm in school. I love that woman. Strong. Strong. It will not be in your interest for you not to be a pastor. It will not be in your interest to put down the ministry. It will help you. No matter the temptation, whether you are drowning, when your head is under the water, hold the ministry above water. Try. I know it's not easy. Try. You'll be offended, you'll be angry, you'll be betrayed. Try, try to be a pastor. You, to be a pastor means God has blocked an evil. You see, it's clear. He he he, he gives you. You see, when you see thirty one, you may think that oh, if you make me a pastor, oh, after all, give me my money. I'm using to bus. If you are sacking me, at least I will have money now to buy the proper wigs and buy the right clothes. Ah, but I got land as such as I be. I can't even pay for it. Every money I get, I'm busing. 
Sack me, sack me. Ah, young bear. All the things I've done, you don't even appreciate it. All the things I've done, you don't appreciate it. The words I'm using, the words I'm using, I've heard all of it before. But we are quietly walking along. We are quietly moving along. Paul says we are fools for Christ. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And when I think of the kind of disgrace I could have suffered if I would even be alive, and I compare it to what you do to me, oh, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. What you are doing is very small compared to the possibilities. Mm. And also, there's even a scripture that woe to you. Woe. A curse be on you. When all men speak well of you. So, when you insult me in your house, discuss me, pass comments, you see me, you are smiling, you are saying nice things. I know, but you actually encourage me that because of you, a curse doesn't come upon me. A woe doesn't come upon me. Too many people are speaking well of me. No, no. Too many people are speaking well of me. If I show you my phone, my phone, messages from my phone, you may think I've appointed influencers. Yes. You may think I've appointed influencers. I'm just from Kumasi. I just came from Kumasi yesterday. If I show you the messages I'm receiving, you may think that when I wherever I go, I have people that I plant in the in the service to you know to, to send messages. Too many people speak up. So your own is it's it's good to keep me humble. Because without your own, I may go mad. So continue, and also I'm saying that your when yours comes in, then it means that all men are not speaking well of me. Paul said, we are the scum of the earth. Paul, a lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> All these are harmless, you see. I want to talk too much. I'm back to the message. Make sure you don't lose this ministry. Because apparently, it's not as simple as your children being lawyers and doctors and nobody's a pastor. And also, your own ministry is taken from you. You are no more a pastor. You are not now uh, uh, a town boy, an ordinary man, a former pastor. So, the former pastor of the Lancantanan Church, you are now a normal person. You don't even attend shepherd's meetings. I, I, it's not as simple as that. So don't, don't glory too much. It's actually a curse. Don't glory too much. It's actually a curse. That you are no more a reverend. When you were a pastor of the Lankwantanan Church, you became a reverend. And now you are no more a reverend. 
I see. Oh, but what's this? these are human titles. It's a church would give the title. Even a man can give a title. It is the Lord we are serving. See, and when you make such comments, you are deepening your knowledge of stupidity. Your knowledge of how to be a fool is deepening. I'm telling you, my dear friends, all I'm saying is that as for me, I need so many leaders that even if you say you won't do it again, I will kneel down and beg you because I need you. You are important to me. But as to whether God has rejected you or accepted you, that's between you and God. But I'm just saying that don't do the things that make God reject a priest. And at least, I don't, you know, see, you can say that I don't know much in the Bible. But one of the things I know God uses to reject priests is their, their rejection of knowledge. Edward Dacon, don't be a leader who doesn't soak messages. I'll prefer that you have five members and you acquire knowledge than to have 50 members and you have no respect for knowledge. You'll be rejected. And it's a curse to be rejected. I don't know if my language is clear. Sometimes I speak mysterious. Is it, is it clear? It's clear. Okay. It means I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. The time is coming when I will put an end to your family. So, you see, that phrase alone, you see, if you stop there, it should frighten you. That, that he has put an end to your family. He, he has said it to you, but he has just added, so it will no longer serve as my priest. But the, the, the real meaning is that your family has come to an end. Then he uses, they will no longer, but, that, but later on, he explains what he means. That as you are there, expect to die before your time. Oh, I can talk to you about near-death experiences. I can tell you. Not just in my life, but in my home. My wife had an accident at Malejo. Anybody who saw the car, she and Zara's husband, they were together in the car. It entered the valley and began to roll. The Malajor Valley, the way they make blocks and columns. On the left, you are going on the left. I should be a widow now. Oh, by this, I mean, my wife would have died and I would have, I would have been married to a new witch. Brand new witch. Because the real marriage is the youthful marriage. The real marriage is the youth. Once we finish the youth, anything is a jackpot. I can lie, 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 Death 
I've seen personally in my home, my child, my wife. Oh, stop it. I believe that the priesthood in the family kicked in. It kicked in. I'm saying that if you tell me you won't be an LP again, I will kneel down and beg you. But don't go too much with my words. Find out, has God rejected you? Because you, you know, money, think of it. For God to punish somebody with not being a priest, it means being a priest is something. It's something. Like you've done something wrong and you are being punished. And the punishment is that there will be no priests in your family. Ah. It means that a priest in your family is something. And when he got bored and began to blast Eli, the first thing he said, if you go to 29, am I right? 30. Yes. He said, I promise that your branch of the tribe of Eli, uh, Levi would always be my priest. Then he said, I will honor those who honor me. Now, I never knew that honor had something to do with a person's words. Till I read those who honor you. (laughs) I was surprised. (laughs) And I saw that you can honor somebody. In fact, there's a chapter. How to honor someone by paying attention to his words. It's getting serious. So, when you don't pay attention to the words of God, you are dishonoring God. Anybody you see soaking a message is honoring God. And Bishop gives the words, the English words. He, he quotes the verses. Proverbs 4.20, my son, my son, attend to my words. Proverbs 7.24, oh ye children, attend to the words of my mouth. Then the, then the blockbuster that relates, I, see, I don't know, are you, are you following me? Oh. I'm saying that the the, the reason he is rejecting Eliza, he did not honor him. Hello? So, he, he, when he's, as he's bored, he says that, those who honor me, I'll honor. And I'm saying that, you may not have Hophni and Phinehas, but one of the ways to honor God is to pay attention to his words. When you are reading a book, you are, you are paying attention to the words of God. When you read the Bible, when you soak a message, when you soak a camp, when you watch a video preaching, you are paying attention to the words of a man, of God. Of God. 
Ephesians 6. Close it, verse 1. Children, obey your parents. <laughs> obey. Well, if you are obeying your parents, what are you obeying? Is it not their words? Or they are dancing? Or they are sleeping? Amma, but before you sleep, her words. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock, go to Auntie Esther's house. She will give you some onions. Bring them to me. Is it her words? Kwame, she will say, I'm showing you that honoring, which was the basis for Eli's rejection, also has to do with the words of a person, the words of God. When I see you with earphones in your ears, listening to a camp, the beautiful job camp, you may not do what you are doing. I'm telling you now that you are honoring God by paying attention to his words. And those who honor God he will also honor with the priesthood. Those who don't honor God by paying attention to his words, he dishonors them by removing them. Oh, Jesus, help me. What type of, what is, what type of message is this? He said, those who... 30... And I will despise those who treat me lightly. When you don't listen to messages, you are treating the call lightly. Oh, it's too much. I think we should go home. It's too much. It's too much. Anybody listening to me, you don't read books. You don't have your quiet time. You are treating the call lightly. You can go home. And if you treat the call lightly, he will despise you. You see that wherever we go, we are coming to the words. Ephesians 6. Children, put it up. Obey your parents. I'm showing you the direct relationship between the words of a person and honor. Because after obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. The next verse, verse 2, is honor thy father and thy mother. Honor, honor. I'm saying that tomorrow, if I see you in a church or reading many are called, you may, you may think you are reading many are called. I, the judge, I'm telling you that you are paying attention to God's word. And by doing what you are doing, you are honoring God. And God will also honor you by keeping you in the priesthood. I've tried. I've tried. If you don't understand it, I will suggest that 
you go to a first laugh pastor. They are the preachers. And take the message to him to listen and explain. Always, the revelation is always in first love. Yes. Go to one of the bishops, one of the pastors. I've tried. I, 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 I don't know how else to explain to you. So I can only refer you to a specialist. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a medical officer. I've tried. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. B. If you have got a book or a message and you put earplugs or earphones in your ear and you press play to listen to a message any man of God has preached, you are paying attention to the words of God. And God considers it as a form of honor. My son, pay attention to my words. And anyone under the sound of my voice who does not listen to messages, attend night school, go where knowledge is dripping and oozing out to lick and Suck the knowledge like honey. Anyone who has no respect, you go and go without a camp, without a message, without a podcast message, without anything on your tablet, without a book to read. You are not paying attention to God and you are dishonoring him. And those anybody who dishonors him, you'll be surprised. Your pastor may choose you. Your bishop in his backsliding state will choose someone like you. Like I've chosen some of you. I've chosen you. And God is laughing. You wonder how my mind is working. To choose someone like you to be a shepherd in the church. But, thankfully, my estimation of you will never stop him from rejecting you. He rejects you on another count. Another count. Another count. Other counts on this phone. Praise Jesus. I say, say hallelujah. Praise Jesus. That's all. Say, so I hope you listen to comes. I'm saying that. I'm not accusing you. I'm saying that I hope. That's all. What are the points? I've given you eight. I've got two more. I'll read them to you. But this is it. This is it. This is it. And I know you've not understood it. So go to the podcast and listen to it again. Mm. Listen and listen, listen, listen. A revelation will sweep you off your feet into the air. I promised that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priest. That's what that promise I gave you. But I have a right to break my own promise. 
because the promise I gave you was based on an assumption that you will respect yourself and respect me. But since I see that you have no respect for me, your family will be businessmen. One pastor said yesterday, his son in first love took four buses to church. Four buses. Four buses from his center. Yes. That desire doesn't come from his father. It's God who put it there. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Mm. I showed you a pastor also who, who bused his members from the area to do games night in, in his hostel. No father teaches a son like that. Yes, look at them. No father teaches this. This is not from upbringing, Presbyterian upbringing. It is God who puts it in a son or a daughter to do this. It's God. So if God says that nobody in your family will be a son, it means that no, none of your children will like the ministry. In fact, they will hate the ministry. As my way of perpetuating the war. Sir, are you not getting something? Process it. Listen again. It's heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. It's God speaking. My education is not at this level. I'm not the type of person to be saying these things. I know it's God speaking. He's speaking clearly. I hear him like he's whispering into my ear. It's clear. So let me give you the two points you owe me. Yeah, let's close. Let's list the evils that come to non-scholarly pastors. Number one is what? The evil of doing ministry without faith. That's, you, you are done. Faith is knowledge. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. So if you don't hear and hear, then there's no faith. So if there's no faith, you don't even believe God you can fill a bus. You don't believe God you can have a very powerful uh, a powerful church. A powerful bus center. It's faith we used to do the ministry. So because you are non-scholarly, you lack faith. You don't watch videos of a pastor preaching to even have faith that you will also preach like this one day. Number two. Get it. All, the, all these are uh, on podcast. The evil, number two is what? The evil of doing ministry with disloyalty. You are doing it with disloyalty. Yeah. Because the people, Absalom got to follow him. There was only one description. Not that they were men with testicles or they were women with ovaries. The only description wasn't that they were not intelligent or they didn't go to school. The only description that they were men who knew not anything. Don't allow empty people to follow you. They will rout you out of the church. Wicked people. 
I've seen it all. Number three, the evil of doing ministry as a dry leader. No, 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 no. The people who do ministry are not dry. They are oiled. They are not barren. They are fruitful for the earth. Shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. As the waters. So knowledge of God is like waters. John said, we are cleansed by the washing of water with the word. King James, I love the King James. It's my original Bible. Glory to God. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. As the waters. So the what fills the earth is like the waters that fill the sea. Because the earth is 75% water. Knowledge shall fill the earth. So knowledge is like waters. You don't listen to messages. You have no podcast. You are soaking. Even if your phone has no memory, at least from one camp to eat for some three days. Then you delete and go for another one. The things you want to do, you do it. (laughs) Number four. Let's finish the meeting. We have to close. The evil of doing ministry without the anointing. Now, this is a serious one. Anybody who does the ministry without the anointing will not be able to do good things. Acts 10 38. <laughs> How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? I feel like beating someone. You want to go to the back? You want to sit here? Many of you can't do good. The good things, you can't do it. You can't do it. Who went about doing good things? Is the anointing that makes a man do good things? Is there? Any good thing in the ministry can be done with the anointing. Without the anointing, you can't. You cannot. You must be anointed to do the good things. Like waiting on God, visiting the members, engaging them one-on-one, preparing your work without counseling, intimate counseling. If your head is dry, you can't do counseling. Any interaction with a, a, any, any, you sleep with a girl. Anytime you are found with a female, It's the anointing that makes a person wake up and pray. Ho, 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 ho. Mommy, believe me. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost. So, 
he went about doing good. You need to be anointed to do good. I will now refer you to my message on the 10 journeys of a mega church pastor. One of the journeys is the journey of the word anointing on podcast. Sukatuka. The thing anointed you, that's the guy's anointed, it's a battle of God. When he say, then they fall. No, no. Doing good. Dennis, doing good is having four Bibles. It's not good to have only King James. Otherwise, you will quit like men. I love my work. There are good things to do. Sunday morning, you take a bus to your place and force them to go inside. You've had policemen. You've hired policemen to use a gun to order them into the car. No. No. Love is the greatest. Love is greater than a gun. Love them on Monday, love them on Tuesday, love them on Wednesday, and love them on Friday. And make sure you love them on Friday and love them on Saturday. They will follow you to church on Sunday morning. The greatest is love. How God anointed Jesus, the Holy Ghost. And the anointing is directly related to knowledge. Luke 8, 11. The seed is the word. The word of God is a seed. And the oil used to anoint a man comes from the seed. You crush the seed and it drips oil. I'm crushing the seed now. Number five, let's go on. Our time is up. Number five. The evil. It's an evil that happens to non-scholarly pastors is the evil of being rejected by God. That one is clear also. Hosea 4.8. Hello? Hosea um, 4.6. Yes, 4.6. 4, six. 4, six. Four, six, please. Not hold on. 4.6. Number 6, please. Let's, let's close. We are The evil of being a failure in ministry. You failed. You failed. Knowledge makes you successful. A lack of knowledge makes you fail. Many of you have failed. Not because you didn't go to school. Jeremiah 10, 21. New Living Translation. The shepherds of my people have lost their senses. They no longer seek wisdom from the Lord. Therefore, they fail completely. Can you clap your hands? It's, uh, I'm excited. Oh, that, this, you don't excite you? Yeah. Excite you. Number seven. The evil of what? The evil of always presenting a picture of a scattered flock. 
Always. Three come, eight don't come. Then two come, and the three of the four who came last week, they didn't, it's like your people are scattered. At the base of this is a, is a lack of respect for knowledge. That's in verse 1021 NLT. The shepherds of my people have lost their senses. They no longer seek wisdom from the Lord. Therefore, they fail completely and their flocks are scattered. And their flocks are what? Scattered. Scattered. Number seven. Number eight. The evil of having a ministry that lacks exploits, wonders, miracles, and supernatural outcomes. Abba. Get last week's message. Number nine. When you are non-scholarly, the evil or the danger that befalls you is the evil of doing the work of God without any inputs from anointed men and women who have already succeeded in what you are now doing. The danger of doing the work of God, the evil of doing the work of God without any input. What you are doing, there's no input from anointed men and women who have already succeeded in the fiangle work you are now doing. Fiangle. Saskatchewan. You don't get the point I'm making. You are a Basenta leader. Bishop was Basen 30 years ago. He has written a book on the double mega missionary church. Because you are an idiot, you don't read the book. So what you are doing, you are receiving no input from a man who has already successfully done what you are about, the fiangle ministry you are about to do. I'm quite surprised at myself. I'm very surprised that I still believe that somebody like you can do ministry. But you wait. I thank God God is God. No matter what I think of you, his opinion, say he's no respect to our persons. I'm the one who respects you. It's my respect for you. That has made me choose someone like you to do ministry. But you wait. The time will come. Something will knock you out. You wait. The evil of doing the work of God without any input from anointed men and women who have already succeeded in the fiangle work you are now doing. Hebrews 11.40 Shkutaba Kragagasaba Manduka King James Masandele Bosha God, having provided some better things, say better things. There is a way of doing the ministry in a better way. God, having provided something better for us. 
What's the better thing? That they without us should not be made perfect. Yes. As they are there, they should be with us. Bishop Dagwood Mills is in his church. He has written a book. So now, as he is there, he is without you. And you are without him. But we know that he has been made perfect already. Your fiangel work. You can't move beyond three members. Yes, something happened today. I was shocked today. In, the, in shine. The bus from Amasaman. Amas, sorry. Beyond. Ayikai Doblo. That's beyond Amasaman. It's like you are, you are going to half a sneak. That bus got here before the bus from Ashie. Anita's bus. Where is she? She's here. Ayikai Doblo. Amasaman. It got here before Anita's, lazy Anita's bus. And this is the girl. She won't bother. Which camp are you listening to now? Currently, which camp are you listening to? No camp. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Play your time. You know. It's cafe and I can cry. Your perfection is always a product of you and someone. Your perfection is you and someone. So when you are doing the work alone, without Bishop Dagwood Mills' input, without Direct Prince's input, Bishop Oedipo's input, Then that you have deprived yourself of something better. And I looked at the tear, meaning the tear definition of perfect. I was quite impressed. You know. Mm. The, the word perfect is from the Hebrew word teleo, teleo, which means to complete. It means to to add what is yet wanting. In order to render a tenfold, you are not complete. There's a book which can complete you. There's a message which can complete you. There's a video to watch which can complete you. There is somebody's input which can com- complete you. To be perfect is to receive the little input that completes you. Where's Michael? Are you listening to a camp now? Sorry. No camp now. Which book are you reading now? Mega Church. Are you listening to, to a camp now? Which camp is that? Military camp. Oh, beautiful job. Thank you. 
It's an evil. This work I'm doing here, you can see it's, it's incomplete. They, without us, should not be made perfect. The same as You also, without that book, don't be made perfect. You, without that message, don't be made perfect. You, without that tape, there's always something that comes to complete you. So when you don't read, you don't watch videos, you are just in your place there, just roaming around the town in the name of ministry without settling down to acquire knowledge, what you are doing is that you are denying yourself of the inputs. And all these great men of God, Daniel understood through the books of Jeremiah. Jesus read Isaiah. The eunuch read Isaiah. You are the only one not reading. (laughs) You are the only one not reading. (sighs) Paul read the parchment. Everybody is reading. Even God is a God of knowledge. So he said, you have brought your secondary school life here. (laughs) Can you see that you have brought your secondary school life here? That's resurfaced. That very thing you did to fail, that we have ignored to make you a pastor here, it has come. <laughs> and number 10, let's end it. End I need to close. If, if nine points cannot change you, it's not one point that will change you. The tenth. I love this tenth point. It's an evil that befalls non. Oh, you can sit down, Michael. It's an evil that befalls non-scholarly pastors. It is the evil of always needing constant supervision and motivation before you work. And this is how we end. Always. Once they take their eyes off, you know, your basin drops from 32 to 3. Hmm. It's an evil. It's an evil. Have you seen Bishop that God knows here to motivate me? No. But I'll tell you that he's here to motivate me. Through what? His books. And his what? So when you don't read, you will need a human being to always whip you. First Samuel 30 verse 6.
And David was greatly distressed. For the people spake of stoning him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. You see, David was a general. There is a level of ministry you, that will require the need for you to learn how to motivate yourself. If I was waiting for motivation from the UD office, which would have closed by now, what is there to do here? We just go home. The people have come, they've gone, we've finished. We've done services, we close, we are going home. No. When we finish this work, <laughs> I don't want to frighten you. I don't want to frighten you with what is ahead of me. The work I've done from morning till now is like 2% of what is ahead of me. How do you motivate yourself? By reading. By reading. Because everybody, everyone will experience a dampening of your energy. Ah, there are some messages when you listen to them and you are lying now, you, you get up. Everybody will need motivation. Everyone. From the highest pope to the lowest belief. Everybody will need encouragement. But there's a group of people, they don't need anyone to encourage them. They encourage themselves with words they pick from their library of books, from their collection of messages. When things are going down, when they don't know what to do, when their joy is down, they know what to pick, even a song to pick. Ladies and gentlemen, we are never going to allow Human beings always over us, calling us, waking us up to pray. No. No. Someone should wake you up to pray. Then you are a child, and children have no business here. Do you remember when you were a child? You were crying, but your mother held your hand. And took you to school, kindergarten. She beats you. And when you go, you go and face the wall. The next day, beatings are till you came to your senses. But when you were in classics, nobody had to hold your hand to go and write uh, BEC. Hello? There's always a time you must learn to wake up yourself, study yourself, pray yourself. At this time, you should be waking your members. If your seal has to wake you up to pray, to do flow prayer, then you, what's your name? 
innocent. You are not innocent. You are useless. You are useless. And look at some name he has gone to call innocent. Stand to your feet. Read a book to encourage yourself. Watch a video to encourage yourself. Listen to a song to encourage yourself. Read a verse to encourage yourself. Talk to a friend to encourage yourself. But encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. beyond Amasaman they left Amasaman at 5am you are sleeping at Ashie then your husband he needs to pray hard your husband to get you to wake up and cook food for him to eat I doubt it this Onanka spirit which has entered your members. Lift your hands and pray. There's no prayer topic. There's no prayer topic. Whatever you feel like praying, pray about it. It's up to you. We are tired of giving prayer topics. There's no prayer topic for anybody. Scholarly pastors, Sabado, Hadaba, Kotede, Me Ananando Hatasi in Tahara, Zidede Mahanosi in the Halalalalala Basia Katayaba, Something different has ministered to everybody from the preaching. Lift it up in prayer tonight. Lift it up in prayer tonight. Lift it up in prayer tonight. Lift it up in prayer. That your ministry will not fail. That your mission in this life will not fail. Ramanda Yes, yes, yes. Rina Mosi. 
As you pray, believe that you are receiving grace to become a scholarly pastor. As God, let something drop on me. Some strength, some desire. Yes. You may not be the type who likes books or messages, but you can become a scholarly pastor. Pray. God will give you something. God, give me something. Give me something. To make me a scholarly pastor. Yes. Strength. Grace, desire, mikado, denama, sakata, bidi. Father, tonight we are grateful. Thanks a million for the privilege to be workers in your vineyard, to be called workers in your vineyard. Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us. Give us grace. Give us strength. Give us endurance. Give us desire. Give us fire. Give us fire, Lord. Give us fire. May we join the ranks of scholarly pastors. May we join the ranks of scholarly pastors. Let desire not fail, Lord. Let desire not fail. May we join the ranks of scholarly pastors. Scholarly pastors. Scholarly pastors. Diligent pastors. Good and faithful servants, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. 
Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.